Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at bluenile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. How cool was that intro? Yes! And welcome to the very first of the live shows for Dodd Aid 2022. We're back! It's January and we are ready to go. Put your hand up if you've been for a Zwift. Not not been for a Zwift. Who's been for a Zwift? Hello from Pompey. Mark Calter in from Pompey. Yes, remember when they were quite good at football? Anyway, have we got a show for you? We've got superstars. We've got the man at the very top, Mr. Dodd inventor himself. We've got people who have been to the Olympics. We've got people who have rode really, really far and want you to row really, really far at the weekend. And we've got Scotland handsome man and rugby player all set up and ready to go. That's not Rob Wainwright, by the way. Did you go for a Doddy Duke on January the 1st? 
we have got some belters for you. And the winners from each district will be picking up a crate of 12 genius for their efforts. We are very excited to show you what goes on. And to name check them all as well. I hope you are all ready for a belter of a night. The videos, the posts, the podcasts, the interviews, the social media stuff has been awesome. I want to give a little ripple of applause out there in Glasgow, Rory Hamilton, Richard Ellis in Edinburgh, Sean, big handsome Sean, who's pushing the buttons and pulling the strings for tonight's show for the Babas and for Morvin McKenzie, who is romping it with the Northern Midlands. Big hand for the people behind all that social media content and keeping things going. It is brilliant. We've also got Ian at Doddy Gump and Alex at the Foundation who are keeping us well, well, well informed. And we'll be hearing from Rob in just a little while. Now, here's some numbers and I'm going to make a bit of a plea. Now, I did this last year and I make no apology for it this year. At present, now this was when I looked, we've got Northern Midlands 4,525. Well played, the Northern Mids. The Barbarians 3,509. Now, can I just dispel any misinformation? You do not all get a private audience with Gabby Logan. That uh, When that was advertised, I thought that was shocking. That is not what's happening, so behave yourselves. The South... 3,158. That is magnificent for the South. Edinburgh, 2,517. And Glasgow, 2,107. And believe it or not, we've got somebody on the show tonight who is a member of Team Glasgow. It was a struggle to find them, but we've got them. And they do, they do, I don't even have even been to Glasgow, but they're a member of Team Glasgow. Now, I reckon with my maths, that's 15,816 people. Now, here's the thing. If every one of those was to sign up a pal, that would give us very close to 30,000 people. Now, here's the next bit of math. Those 15,000 people all paying the 20 quid to get their snood and on the app and all that kind of stuff, that would bring in another 300 grand, I think. That's a lot of money. Is that right? That's a lot of money. So by getting one person to sign up, that would make your team bigger. It would make the money bigger. But just by registering, we'd bring in a stack more cash for the foundation. Now, here's why. And I'm going to my pocket. Now, social media, I hope, has been very social. And I hope you've enjoyed being part of it. But I'm going to read this one to you. This was posted on the teamedinburgh.aid site. Thank you to everyone who has taken on this challenge. My husband had MND and I'm his full-time carer. This month marks nine years since being diagnosed with this cruel disease. I'm personally pledging to cycle 10 miles per day on my spin bike, along with adding the miles I walk per day. Believe it or not, many of which are just around home, as anyone who's a carer knows you never sit down. I have contributed 67 miles today and did the Looney Duke in Portobello. I love the challenge, but it's amazing to see everyone else doing their thing and making a difference. Thank you. And that is from Jen Lanridge. Folks, get involved, right? That is awesome. 10 miles a day plus all the walking, already 67 miles from someone who is dealing with this as we speak. If you can, 
please get somebody else signed up because Doddy Aid is about the people. It's about folk with MND and we're trying to help them and their families and their friends and their employers and everybody who's around them in their circle. It's about us doing Doddy Aid and coming together and feeling like part of something. The atmosphere and the energy last year was absolutely amazing. Let's recreate that bigger and better. Now, that then brings us to the man at the very top. He needs no introduction, so I'm not going to give him one. Let's welcome the one and the only Mr. Rob Wainwright. Hello, sir. Hello. How are we doing, Brucey? We are very good. I am intrigued by the backdrop. I take it we're on the Isle of Col. We are. We are. Uh, this is actually our standard backdrop, these... Uh, these lights are here all year round. My wife loves Christmas. And because Christmas was in the middle of lockdown last year, she thought it was okay to leave the Christmas lights up all year round. So they've been up for a year and a bit now. See, so. she's just so grateful because every day with you is like Christmas. You tell her. You tell her. <laughs> I, I will tell her. And if she'll listen, I will tell her. Now, Doddy yeah, yeah. Aid last year was a massive success on every single front. The money that was raised, the people who signed up, the feeling that it got. So many people spoke to me about how it made them feel better and it made them get connected and get out and get exercising. This year, the work is cut out to make it bigger and better, huh? It's it's going to be a challenge. We've had we've had a great start. Uh, as you said, we're approaching 16,000 people signed up. Uh, it's been a fantastic start. We need to keep the momentum going. Uh, you were talking about uh, signing a friend. It's it's always it's a simple bit of maths, isn't it? If everyone could sign one more person, it's just getting people when they hear that to think, well, that's me, and just overcoming the inertia. But we've actually we've got three competitions to encourage people to sign up. People, so uh, we've. Uh, can I tell you about them? I'll tell Go you about for it. Them I'd love to. We've we've got a schools competition. The school that has the league with the the most number of people in it uh, will win a really good prize, which is me coming to speak at the school. Uh, <laughs> or, or they can opt for a more relevant uh, current rugby player if we can persuade one to come and do a rugby session. I, I could do a rugby session, but they wouldn't learn much these days. I'm a bit rusty on the rugby. But uh, uh, I'm, I'm offering myself uh, as a prize should anyone want it, though they might want someone else uh, more current uh, for the schools competition. So we're looking for schools to get the biggest league. And that league doesn't have just to have school members in it. That can have all your parents. That can be everyone. We might try to get Aranagar Primary School, which has six pupils in it, to be the biggest school by signing up everyone that we know to that one. But So that's the schools challenge. We've got the, the best challenge video. That's for This is our student version. Okay, we're wanting... The crazy students like my my kids to get out there and make some really good challenge videos to keep everyone amused and to challenge friends, schools, institutions, university friends, teams to get signed up. So that's the second one. The final right, one. Now, hang, is on, got hang, the, on, hang on, hang on, hang on, because yeah. you're not you're not going to put a caveat on that. So I'm going to put the caveat on that because you are bonkers. Yeah. So I'm going to people <laughs> challenge, but yes, but yes. please be safe. Yeah, don't do anything. Yeah, okay. But we want to see you using your imagination. So get involved. 
Exactly. I, I the, the safety brief was there. I hadn't quite got to it, obviously. <laughs> and the final one is a nice, simple one. It is the great Dodier tag a friend giveaway on Instagram and Facebook. You can tag a friend. It's like every time you tag a friend, it's like a raffle ticket. And you keep tagging, you keep tagging, you keep tagging. And uh, the more tags, the, mo the most tags you get, you know, gets you the giveaway. And we've got, I think we'll be having regular giveaways. So that's three ways to encourage people uh, to get their pals signed up. Is this a way for you to get rid of some of your old kit, Rob? <laughs> I haven't got any old kit. I've worn it all to death on the farm, honestly. <laughs> but maybe I'll dig out. Uh, maybe instead of me coming to speak at the school, I'll dig out an old rugby jersey, like a proper one that's been in a drawer. And, uh, and they can <laughs> like have that instead. <laughs> like a proper one. I love it. So yeah. the numbers are going well. The interaction's going well. Uh, we've got lots of events coming up, and obviously we've got the row on Saturday. Are you going to be in a boat, yeah. or are you going to be on a machine? I'm actually possibly going to be in both. I'm definitely going to get in a boat. We've got a wee pond out there. It's quite a big pond, but I'm going to row round and round. I think it's a, a 300-meter circuit, so we'll, uh, I've got a wee rowing boat in that. So I'll do some of it outside. Uh, weather dependent and then i'll i think we'll try and get the uh the rowing machine at the the coal gym uh such a thing exists in the uh, community center in ancrea the community center uh we'll see if we can get uh, a relay of people going on there but uh so excited by it uh we obviously the the the, the doddy duke went really well uh this is a warmer event this the uh the first of the themed weekends uh, after the Doddy Duke is the row, and you're going to be chatting to the amazing people that are lead, leading that. Uh, and then we've got themed weekends after that. We've got Ailey Doyle and Jenny Faulkner leading a 5K for the runners the weekend after that. And then we've got Nick Nairn, Doogie Vipon, and friends. We've got some great musicians. Ricky Ross is coming, coming along to give us some uh, uh, music with the great Curry Night, the big Doddy 8 Curry Night. So Nick Nan's going to teach us all how to make a curry. And then uh, World in a Day on the 29th, Mark Bowman's uh, uh, big cycle for the crazy endurance cyclists. So uh, we everything's happening. And uh, we've got Chris Hoy. I'm fresh off Swift with uh, with Sir Chris Hoy. He's, been, he's doing twice weekly rides. And we had uh, 1,200 people on the Sunday one, which was amazing. So we're going to be pushing that. And uh, we'll be expecting to see you, Bruce. Have you got, have you got the Zwift set up, have you? All right. Well, you've got. That you've looks got like I've got the Zwift set up. Well, you look like you need the Zwift set up. That's that's a different matter. That's a different matter. Listen, yeah. the, the yeah. camera adds ten pounds, and there's four cameras on me. Um, so, the Doddy Duke, Rob, we've got some winners. Yeah. So I'm hoping that Sean's listening to me, so he can press some buttons from the Northern Midlands, which is your district, who are flying at the moment. Although I noticed that they've they've not walked a million miles anymore. But the Northern mm. Midlands, we've got Flory Booth, is our winner. I'm not sure that she was entirely keen on that idea, <laughs> but she was given a bit of help. So, Flory, I, I, I think we might need to speak to her parents about getting the, the creative genius sent up there. For the Barbarians, it was Joan Spruce. Uh, to help awareness and raise money for MND. And it's
I, I love that she had to reverse in. <laughs> Beeping. <laughs> well, well, well done, Joan. Reversed in there. For Edinburgh, it was Louise McLeod, the magnificent Louise. Oh, there we go. Down at Costa del Porte in front of my mum's house. Well done, Louise. No video, but uh, pretty pleased with that one. Lots of fun. Brilliant to have her. And Glasgow... Steve Dully, I think it is. There's a point there where I think he wanted the camera person to stop recording as he got down to the surf and waved. It's like, yeah, this is far enough. A Jill, did Jill Douglas go in? Yeah, yeah, she went in with, with Hoggy, but they did. But they did we only saw it up to their knees. We only saw it up oh, to their knees. I'm not convinced. She's been surfing all week down in uh, down in Cornwall, so I'm fairly sure she's a regular uh, in there. But does it count if you're wearing a wetsuit? Well, I would say no, but she's MBE mm. now, so we have to do as we're told because she's pretty much <laughs> close to royalty, isn't she? And then the could south. You, could... Go on. I would say, could you tell her that that she was cheating? If you better no. tell her, I'm not going to tell her. No, I'll not be. I'll not be telling her anything. And there's absolutely <laughs> no way that Hoggy will be doing that either. So the South, we've actually got two winners, but they're only getting one creative genius, and that's because they're going to share it. Because Davy Oliver and Davy Cranston, both hoik men, absolutely off their chump, the two of them. But they've drummed up a whole load of nonsense on social media, and they've got other people involved. So let's have a look at Davy and Davy. It was nice to have known everybody. Was called. All the best, the Dukers of the day. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> Superb. That the River TV it was. 2022. Just like to wish everybody a happy new year. And we're having a wee Duke at Cairnball Harbour. David Cranston, development officer for Fresno RFC in the Grampian Clan. Cheers, everybody. Soundtrack that was it. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> why is he why is David got in there with a hat on? Because he's off his head. 
Rob, <laughs> we're uh, we're looking forward to the row on Saturday. What's your message to get people out and about? Just uh, you, you. Hopefully, people listening now, uh, John and Jane, extraordinary uh, people who've done amazing things crossing large oceans, who are leading it. Uh, it's going to be a fantastic event. Every one of the events last year was a standout, and uh, this year is going to be the same. So, uh, doesn't matter if you don't know your 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 oar, your skull from your whatever the other one is, but your rowing boat. Get out there, get on the on the turbo trainers and just bang out a kilometre. That's all we want. Bang out a kilometre and then just pledge a mile per kilometre. Nice. Now, Rob, uh, I, I like to feel that I speak for the people. So the, the question on everybody's lips at the moment, and, and you need to answer this, but will I get to speak to Gabby Logan? Uh, well, if you're very good, Bruce, are you going to be very good? I am, but I've already upset Jane Leonard, who's coming on later on. So I hope that doesn't count against me. Uh, I th we'll work very hard so that you can have Gabby on the show. So if you're good, and you have been pretty good, you've been extremely enthusiastic. You've been working hard to get the uh, a new Doddyade South flag on the council buildings, the council buildings. Oh, is that a secret, is it? <laughs> You'll get me in bother. Behave. Yes, we're going to fly the flag for the Kudsal in Newton. Right. Fantastic. No, oh, thanks to David job. Parker, Councillor David Parker. Mm -hmm. I think I think you will get Gabby on your show, and uh, I reckon it might be in the next week. Uh, so we'll see how it goes. But obviously, at the for the moment. You've got John and Jane and Sarah and Rory and they're just... Yada, yada, so. yada. We're, we're waiting yeah. for Gabby. We're waiting for Gabby. Come on. Do you like my T-shirt? It's the only one made because in Doddy's diary, he said, yeah. I mm. might add at this point the efforts of Bruce Aitchison, perhaps better known as Happiness is Egg-Shaped. He kept up people's interest in the whole thing with a running commentary and some great interviews. This will be scanned and on a T-shirt before you know it. So it's scanned <laughs> it on are. a T-shirt. The only one. The only one. Other merchandise is available, of course, from Halbro, but you, you're not going to get one of these. The only one. Fantastic. I made it in the book, Rob. I made it in the book. I made it in no the doubt. book. These no shows made it into the book. <laughs> you are you, you are Doddy's heir apparent, remember. You've taken over the tartan suit and you've taken over the thistle. This one's uh, sweet at Murrayfield. Yeah, I'm. I'm just. I'm just holding it for him. I'm just holding it for him. Robert, it's been magnificent to see you. But we've got some other people to chat to. Great, exactly. look after yourself. Thank you. Thanks for having us on. Enjoy. Uh, enjoy your evening. Keep up the good work. See you soon, boss man. Thank you. He is off his head, always coming up with things. I am a member of about 27 WhatsApp groups for Doddy Aid, and he's in every single one of them. Quite often he sends the same message to all 27 of them, but he is some man. I don't think he sleeps. He's always got another idea brewing. But let's talk about the role. Now, I love this guy. I've spoken to him a few times before. I spoke to him yesterday. He is coming this evening to your screens from a secret location that he might divulge. And he has been in quite a few secret locations. I cannot wait to read this guy's autobiography. And he scares the living daylights out of me because although he's smiling, you know that 
these rivers run deep. His name's John Davidson. Don't Google him because there's hardly anything on him because this man was S-A-S. Let's bring him in. John Davidson, the mad giraffe. Hello, sir. Hi, Bruce. How are you doing? I am very well. It is good to see you. Now, are you allowed to tell us where you are? Well, currently, um, I got in my car this morning and went for a wee drive. And eight and a half hours later, I'm here in the Cairngorms. So um, that's what I'll say. Um, now, you, now. You, live, you live down south now. I and do. And that's why you decided to speak territory. proper. Yeah, you're, you're speaking proper. And you've come all the way up to the Cairngorms and it's white as a sheet. Absolutely. I come over um, earlier today. I did a wee recce. I was up at Glenshee. And it was absolutely stunning, pure white. There was hundreds of deer everywhere. There was all sorts of mad people out trying to ski and on board, someone on bin lids and all sorts of things. But there isn't quite enough snow that, to get going, but um, there's enough to make the place look absolutely stunning. Nice. And you've, you've got something up your sleeve that, that we'll save for the big ta-da moment later in the week. But we've got the row coming up on Saturday. Now... You you hadn't been in a boat, and then you met Doddy Weir. Yeah, no, I met I met Doddy, and he did an amazing thing for my little my my young lad, um, who was told at school he was too small to play rugby, and um, I met Doddy um, at a rugby game, and he picked my little lad up under his arm, Hamish marched into this massive corporate room full of hundreds of people, stood him on a table. And said, you know, don't ever let anyone tell you you're too small, you're too big, you're not thin enough or anything like that. You know, this is the future of Scottish rugby. And I swear to God, my little lad grew about six foot. And I was so inspired by him just for doing that. But when I heard that um, he had that terrible disease, I actually broke down. You know, I, I, I was in absolute bits. I had to go and lock myself in the toilet and cry my eyes out for like 20 minutes, you know, I just could not believe it. But he inspired me to get in a boat, I'll call it a boat, it was a bit like a bathtub really, and um, and to row across the Atlantic by myself, and um, which a lot of people do, Bruce, you know. No, no, they don't, no, they, no, they don't. Well, they, they, there is a few, but um, most people take it really seriously, and they train for two years, Till they've got, you know, a physique like Superman. So I had a chat with Doddy and he said he had one little regret in life and that was he never went to the gym and trained hard enough. He's just naturally a big, strong guy, you know. So he was an awesome rugby player, as we all know. Um, unfortunately, um, I thought I would do the same, not train, get in the boat and row 3,000 miles across the Atlantic. Um, but there was a flaw in that plan, as I'm not naturally strong. So, truth be known, it nearly bloody killed me. But I got there. <laughs> but, but I got there. So, you sailed the Atlantic on your own for Dodd And how much money did you make no, no, for... I, eh, no, I, sorry, I never, not for Dodd for the foundation. How much I money did you make? I never sailed anywhere. I never sailed anywhere. So, I didn't rode. sail. You <laughs> rode. <laughs> I all right. It's been a long day. Okay, I'm on the last day of my Christmas holidays. Behave yourself. Yeah. You rode all that way, and how much money did you raise? Um, I raised a total of eighty-eight thousand pound, which eighty thousand pound I gave straight to Doddyade, 
and eight thousand pound went to the SES um, to help the families of those who um, had lost their lives um, during their service. And it's because those guys helped me out with um, bits of food and bits of technical kit, um, which um, I didn't use at all on the way across. But anyway, they they got a little bit of money as well. So you're you're in the middle of Atlantic. You can't see any land. There's no other boats around. Did you sing songs? Did you did you play games? What what was going through your head? Oh yeah, I only know about four songs. So um, but what I discovered was there was a, a bird that landed on my boat, and after singing the four songs for two days, it disappeared. So I managed to get rid of the bird. So um, but I think that's why I was rowing by myself. But um, what I did do is I wrote a children's book in my head. And that is almost complete now. And believe it or not, it's about a wee giraffe that rows across an ocean. So look forward to that one coming out. A wee, no, I'm a giraffe. A wee giraffe. A wee giraffe. <laughs> a wee giraffe. Now, the reason, the first time we met, I stuck your name into Google and there was nothing in Google. Because what you did as a job isn't isn't in the news. Now, I've, there's so many of your crazy stories that I love to listen to, but we, we've not got all night and I'm already running against the clock. But you you did some pretty interesting things. Talk us through the year where you got shot a, a lot. Oh, yeah. So I was very lucky um, to be selected um, uh, from the SAS to be the bodyguard to General Rupert Smith in Bosnia in 1995. And... Um, so I'll write my autobiography just now, but in it, I call it the year of living dangerously because in the space of four months, I was shot down in a helicopter. I was then shot down in an aeroplane and I was shot at pretty much every single day. Um, so it was it was an interesting time. Um, but like my mom says, I've got nine lives and I think I've used up 15 of them already. So um, I haven't got many left. So getting in a getting in a road boat going across the Atlantic, were you kind of missing people shooting at you? No, well, actually, I found it really tranquil. You know, people said it's terrifying and, you know, you can't see land. There's nobody. Um, you know, look, I've got four young children and the hardest thing I ever did in my life was not pass an SES selection. It was not rowing the ocean. It was doing two weeks of homeschooling when COVID first kicked in. That was absolutely horrendous. But, um, yeah, so for me, it was 75 days, and I was in no hurry to get to the other end. Everyone said, you took your time. And I said, yeah, I absolutely did, um, because I was really enjoying myself. So, some parents just go for a really long shower, but you rode across the Atlantic. I, I love it. Uh, Nah, bless them. They were all there to meet me when I arrived and um, massive support from the family. So otherwise I couldn't have done it. Awesome. You're some man. John, we're getting ready for this row on Saturday, um, but you're you're not alone. Now, we're going to be joined now by a very, a very special lady who has done some amazing things. Bronze medal in the Olympics for rowing, rowed at Cambridge, but in the last year was the first ever female umpire of the boat race and she's all primed for the row on Saturday. So let's bring her in and we'll say hello to Sarah Winkless. Hello, Sarah. Hello, thank you for having me. Hi, we Sarah. Are, 
we're delighted to have you and we've we worked really hard to find somebody who's part of team glasgow and there you are having having visited glasgow how many times in your life a number and i'm patron of a scottish charity so i get to come out every now and again i love it and you're claiming that Catherine Granger was the one that stiff-armed you into going to Team Glasgow? Yeah, last year when we started it. And you're back. Well, it's brilliant to have you. You've just heard John's story there. Has that inspired you to row across the Atlantic? Well, first of all, not to be shot at. There were friends of mine are in a band called Lucky to Be Alive, and I think he could be a member with his four songs, couldn't he? He could be another one of those. They all had a headline in the um, paper down here which was lucky to be alive because various things have happened to them but absolutely not I have to say absolutely inspired by those who do do that row across the Atlantic but having trained three four five times a day when we were doing our elite sport I loved it but then I got to go away from that environment recover and come back into it and I think to be in the boat just keep rowing every day it's, it's phenomenal I'm not sure it'd be peaceful for me just keep rowing. John, have you got a message for everybody who's watching and listening and hopefully catching up with us on social media? Yeah, um, just to finish off, I, I think, listen, we're not asking you to row an ocean. We're not asking you to do 20 kilometres a day. All we're asking you to do is to sign up, maybe get the whole family involved if everyone signs up, and just do a few kilometres if that's all you can do. We're not forcing great distances upon you. It's about numbers. So the more people that get involved, the better. And and it's certainly um, having inspiring people like Sarah on um, is very, very key. And so if you're a young girl or a young lady out there looking for someone to look up to, just listen to what Sarah has to say and hear what she's done with her life. It's absolutely amazing. Brilliant. John, I love you. Can't wait to see you soon. All the best for Saturday and enjoy your time in God's country. Thank you, Bruce. Take care. Thank you, Sarah. Bye. Cheers, my Bye, man. Bye. So, Sarah, you've been in the boat, which which I love, and you're going to contribute on Saturday. But I'm really interested to this umpiring of the boat race, because if anybody who's watched it, and let's face it, it's the only rowing we watch outside of the Olympics. Once a year, we all watch it. And we just kind of wonder, what role does the umpire take? Because when the boats cross, there's quite often a, a pause. Quite Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Well, we find out. So what? it's obviously a prestigious role. How did you get it and what do you actually do on game day? 
first and foremost, I was asked to consider to be the umpire or be an umpire when the women came to the tide race. And I said no, first of all, Bruce. I was doing loads of stuff, um, had just retired from full-time rowing. I was doing loads of stuff volunteering and I kind of needed to keep some um, area in my, um, in my life to, to do some proper work, a real job, as my dad would have said. And I walked away from that uh, conversation. I thought, did you just say no to that because, you know, you, you do need to do some of the work or actually are you scared? Are you afraid of actually being out there, being that umpire? And when I kind of looked at myself in the mirror, I realised my heart was beating a bit higher. And it's that moment. And I thought, you're, you're, you're scared. You're scared. You're saying no for the wrong reasons. So I kind of went back and, you know, my humble pie and said, look, um, are you still looking for a woman to be part of the umpire panel? You know, I, I thought about it. Um, if you're still interested, I'd love to do it. And that happened in... 2012 and I started to, to train with that group of umpires so the umpire to answer your real question stands behind the two boats with a flag and basically we use our, our voice to ensure that the boats don't hit each other or try and stop the boats hitting each other should they do that it's called a foul and at that point we may have to disqualify Oxford or Cambridge and as the umpires were all ex-Oxford or Cambridge so you're always hoping, I don't know if you hope it's your university you're going to get, or you hope it's the other one, but genuinely you hope it doesn't doesn't happen. And I was meant to be the umpire for the men's boat race in 2020. I'd done the women's boat race and the two reserve races, um, and it, that was then cancelled because of, of COVID. And so they managed to um, do it last year, but we didn't do it on what they call the championship course, which is in London. We did it on a course um, at Cambridge at, at Ely. Of course, I'd trained on a little bit when I was there. And Rowan, for you, it, it's not the thing everybody just picks up. Where did your rowing journey start? So I had a dad and a stepdad who were rowers. So I kind of had it there in a plate for me if I wanted it. But I I love my netball. I played um, athletics and athletics. I played basketball. So as a teenager, I liked those three sports. I loved my sports. And actually, I was lucky enough to go to Cambridge. And at that point, they they basically, a bit like Rob Wainwright getting to me, there was an alcohol evening, had a few drinks. Um, and I, I ended up on this with, for, for Rob a couple of years later. Well, there was a night in the bar, a couple of few drinks, and the, they got me down to the river the next morning. And I was dreadful for this. I was good at my other sports. I'd done them to quite high standard, was in international as a junior but rowing which I always thought wasn't for me looked boring too easy all of that kind of thing not interesting enough I started to try and do it and I love what John said because some people um, on Saturday may try it for the first time and the first time it's really tricky you kind of don't use your you, you want to use your arms because you're holding on to something but actually the boat goes really nicely the ergo goes really nicely when you use your legs so it's counterintuitive when you first learn so I was in the middle of an eight desperately trying to fit in and failing rubbish but actually starting something and having other people believe me and take their time to teach me kept me coming back to the river and a couple of times I got it right and it's like those moments when you get something right for the first time you think my god I can do it and then you get it wrong lots and lots and lots of times. But those times that you get it right come come more and more frequently. And that's what I kept doing for 15 years, which took me to 
Yeah, and and fabulous, and there's so much in there—the the perseverance and learning and getting things wrong. But you've also faced that fear, different way from John, but the fear of maybe getting it wrong or taking on responsibility. So we've got a whole lot of people now who are who are watching and maybe thinking Rowan's not for me, or I can't, you know, I've seen people apologise for how little they're able to contribute and. Whenever I see it, I always try and send them a message to say, no, listen, everything counts. What message have you got for the people that are watching and listening to this? Yeah, the most courageous thing is the first stroke. Don't have one stroke. It doesn't matter how many you do after that. Do the courageous thing. Get yourself out there and decide what you're going to do and start with, with that first stroke. And enjoy it. It's going to be a fantastic um, day on Saturday. Yeah, we're looking forward to it. Now, you are a member of Team Glasgow. Um, you've 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 got your Glasgow buff now. At the moment, the metropolis of Glasgow could do a few more people signed up. Give us your sales pitch to be part of Team Glasgow. Well, you know, you could definitely go and look on that leaderboard and start at the top. But actually, if you're really going to make a difference, come and join Team Glasgow. We need all the people in there. You're going to be percentage-wise make a bigger difference with Team Glasgow because we've got less people. It's a simple statistics. I love it. I love it. Make the bigger difference. Now, you've spoken about being representative. We, we've got a, a very interesting lady who is also going to jump on uh, here and is going to help with the rowing, who has been an international in other sport. Now, you've rowed. Have you rowed in open water on the seas? Is that something you've given a go to? Had a little go, and I've had a little go of it, but not enough. It's one of those things I've got absolute respect for these guys and girls who get out there and, and do have a go on the open waters. Nice. Well, let's uh, let's bring her in. I'm not going to give her too much of an intro because I, I teed her up beforehand off screen, and and she's now I can see a big cheesy smile on her Please, face before she comes her in. Up? Here. Uh, you, you, you offended her, didn't you? Well, I, I didn't mean to. It was just my idiocy, unfortunately. But let, let's bring her in. Former England Rugby International and now crazy rower, Jane Leonard, who's also going to be here. Hello, Jane. Thank you for being Hi. so patient. And um, sorry again. It's fine. I, I, I took it as a compliment, to be fair, but I have taken my massive headphones off now oh i'm disappointed <laughs> rob wainwright will be disappointed that you've taken your massive headphones off now you're going to be joining in on the row jane and we've got john obviously who's done the atlantic before we've got sarah who's been to an olympic games and come back with a medal and in your back catalog you rode the pacific yeah we did why would you do that why not? Why not, Bruce? I, I feel like you're, you're itching to get into a boat at some point, aren't you? <clears throat> Screaming to get in one. And um, yeah, it was just an opportunity that I came around. I was a part of a team called Girls Who Dare. So there was three of us. So it wasn't just myself, like how John did it. So yeah, it was a little bit different to John's trip. Girls Who Dare. So can you recruit Sarah for your next crazy challenge? <laughs> Fancy an ocean row, Sarah. Oh, definitely. What what always worries me the most, and I want to know, is um, you with the three girls, what your sleep pattern did you use? Because sleep's the first pillar of health. How did you cope with that bit? Yeah, very, very, very uh, little sleep. So our our rowing was four, our uh, shift pattern was four hours on, two hours off. 
yeah. just like we had we it changed several times throughout because the, the the weather and tiredness and everything else so we we arranged to do three hours on three hours off but we we just couldn't handle this one person on their own we were just going backwards so we had to keep on doubling up so then it changed oh. to four hours on two hours off so and then like everyone says then then two hours you've got to eat sleep change whatever else you do. <laughs> you get a good 40 minutes i think every shift so it's not much when you add that up in 24 hours oh my god that's so impressive yeah that that's a bit that i would just think oh my goodness i'm night now after my, having not had sleep so yeah. So much respect. <laughs> Un unbelievable. Sarah, before you disappear, firstly, thank you very much for joining us. Give us your one last beat of the drum to get people on the roar for Saturday. Chris Hoy on the Swift, come out onto the rowing machine, you know. Let's try it. Do the first stroke. Really have fun. Make sure you get out there. Just one stroke. That's where you need to start. Awesome. Thank you, Sarah. Lovely to see you and all the best on Saturday. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye, Olympian Sarah Winkless. Okay, Jane Leonard, I sent three messages to three different people and said, do you know Jane Leonard? And these responses came back. The first one came back, and this was without any, just said, batshit crazy. That was from Rocky Clark, England's <laughs> most capped rugby player. She was the one who said, I don't have any contact details for her, but she's batshit crazy. Love it. Yeah. Rachel Burford said, just top gal. That was it. Top oh, gal. Jasper. Which coming oh. from coming from rugby royalty, Rachel Burford, that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah, now, this cool. is the one that I liked the most. Let me see if you can guess who it was that gave me all of this. Firstly, she said, you're a ledge. Because she said, that's what the cool kids say. She said, you're a ledge. And then she said, ask her if she remembers being in a hire car, driving to England camp with me and Katie Story, singing Moulin Rouge. Ah, uh, Tamara Taylor. Tamara Taylor. We love Tamara Taylor. Hey. So, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, singing Moulin Rouge, Jane Leonard. <laughs> oh, you should have given me a little bit. I can't remember the words. Hey, sister soul, sister go, sister. Right, that's enough, enough. Yeah, you, right, you can think while you talk okay. and you're going to finish with some Moulin Rouge and then we'll get Rory Lawson on to do, uh, what's the one, hot chocolate? I believe in miracles. Wait, we'll yeah. get Rory to do that one when he comes on. So, yeah, Jane, you are... You are batshit crazy. You have already rode the Pacific, and your next challenge after Saturday with Doddy Row is to do what? Mm, do you know about it? Uh, yeah. Uh, Should I not? I don't know. It depends how. Yeah. Well, you've obviously done your research, so yeah. The next batshit crazy event is um seven seven seven. So I actually stole this idea off my um, man crush called James Lawrence, Aka the Iron Cowboy. Have you heard of him? No. Google him. If you want to talk about legends, he is an absolute legend in the uh, triathlon world. So he's just come off, but well, he's just finished 101 full distance triathlons. That's Ironman like, distance triathlons in 101 days. 
like what the heck wow so I was inspired by that I was reading this book and I was like god I wonder how many I can do I've done a few but not back to back so it's been something that's just I can't I can't let settle and I'm just wondering how many I can do so we're going for seven because seven's just a wicked number and that was my jersey so that was your jersey because you played open side when you played for England and that most people that wear seven are a bit crazy. So yeah. we're now all geared up for Dodd Aid. We're getting ready for Saturday. You've just been talking about a shift pattern of three hours on and three hours off. So firstly, what's our expectation? What's Jane Leonard going to put on the clock? Oh, you, do you know, I was waiting for you to ask um, John that, but he, you didn't. So I was thinking, well, if he, I'll just do one more kilometre than him. So <laughs> I think, I think, I'm not sure, but hopefully... Um, I don't know. I, I was just going to go for time, really. I like just going for time. Seven Ironman, seven days. Yeah, gen- genius brew. I, I, I'm, well, send her some genius. It, it'll help. Send her some genius. Yeah. You can, you can have that on day eight. You can okay. have your 12 genius on day eight. Fantastic. So you're yeah. going to put in a bit of time, and then I would imagine that's that's pretty far. Do you do that in the house, or are you going to go to some kind of crazy training facility where it's just brick walls and <laughs> just just a padded cell with a row machine that's fine by me yeah i'm that crazy you know and um, yeah i'm just gonna get a row machine and put it in the house um or maybe it, yeah at, just because of covid and stuff at the moment i was gonna try and get at the cardiff castle so i'm down here in south wales but uh yeah just didn't happen so yeah, I'll just stick on Netflix for a few hours and just pull. Hang on, hang on. Rewind a bit. I was going to try and get Cardiff Castle. Go, like, yeah, because Rob, like, again, Rob, I can't, uh, he was like, let's get some crazy, like, go somewhere with your row machine. So can you imagine, like, just me hiking up the Cardiff Castle with a row machine? It was just like, mm, I was trying to, no, it's not happening. So I'm just going to do it at home and put Netflix on. Uh, okay. Uh, outside the, the no, it's not the Millennium Stadium. What's it called? The Principality. You could take it out there and do a bit, recruit some people, passers-by to give you a little bit of break, get them on. Yeah, it's a good idea. Yeah, come on, come on, start yeah. thinking Rob Wainwright style. All right, what, I'll think, what, what would Rob do? All right. No, whoa, whoa, careful with that one. That's a whole <laughs> can of worms that could lead you into all kinds of trouble. So this, this ruin the Pacific... Where do you start? Location-wise? Location. Location-wise, yeah. So San Francisco. And then you land where? In Honolulu in Hawaii. Honolulu in Hawaii. Yeah. Those are are some dangerous waters, aren't they? Yeah, it was crazy. Like, it was... The first two weeks were just insane. Like, I don't know. So at the moment, there's Talisker Whiskey, Atlantic Crossing going on. So you can follow the boats on, it's called the Yellow Brick, the Yellow Brick app. And you can see everybody, you know, heading in the right direction. So exactly the same with our Yellow Brick app on the Pacific. There's only three boats in our race. And uh, the first two boats shot off, following the right track. We were just doing donuts, going a bit north, heading back to land. People were like, what are you doing? We didn't even know what we were doing. We were just kind of. The compass didn't marry up with the GPS. The GPS didn't marry up with our uh, tracker online. We were like, mm. <laughs> just making it, making up as we went along. Like, but we we got there. So we're very, 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 very novice. None of us had rode before. 
Uh, Ola Dempsey, one of the girls in the boat, had only seen the boat five days before. Never, ever been in her own boat. Neither myself and Vicky only did a little bit of training. So this is pretty crazy just to add to the story of rowing across the uh, ocean. Yeah, it, I I just try and work. Surely there was a bit of you going, maybe maybe this is not a great, maybe I could just stay in San Francisco. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, there was definitely a lot of that leading up to it. Um, but, you know, like when you do something bigger than you and, and for charity, then that, that was the motivation for it. And I, it, that, it really was because we had raised so much money and that was the bigger reason. Yeah, I love it. And that that's obviously what we're all in for, to try and get money for Doddy Aid and for the My Name is Doddy Foundation. Now, Doddy, obviously, amazing rugby player, played for the British Lions. You played for England at number seven. And you, you got an injury in Canada. Yeah. Yeah, and you ruptured, you ruptured your ACL, am I right? Yeah. And, and you put a bit of ice on it, and you had one of those fancy compressor machines on it overnight, and you woke up in the morning and said... I'll be fine. I'll be fine. I've ruptured my ACL, but I've got some ice on it. And you woke up the next day and said, I'll be fine and I can play. <laughs> crazy, crazy lady. So things are things are bigger than us. You've said that already with the charity element. How can you help us motivate people to get on that rowing machine? Or I don't know, maybe some people are going to be like Rob Wainwright and getting an actual rowing boat. But <laughs> Give us your pitch. Motivate some people for us. Oh, wow. Well, always is the bigger picture. Like, Doddy Aid is such a phenomenal event that I've never been involved. So this year, it's been amazing to be involved and meet so many cool people. Um, yeah, so I just want to encourage as many people as you can. It doesn't, like Rob said, what, uh, something like bang out a few K. It doesn't matter if it's 1K, 5K, 50K, Bruce, whatever you want to do. Um, just go and get have some gumption and have a give it a good go, and, uh, and remember what it's for. It's for for MND, and you know that's that's the reason why we're doing it. I love it. I absolutely love it, Jane. Now, what did make me laugh is after we if after I teed this up beforehand. I then disappeared to powder my nose and I checked my phone and you yeah. you'd requested to follow me on Instagram just so you could check out who I'd spoken oh, to. Which connections, you see, one's always got connection. Love it. That that tickled me. That made me giggle. She's now <laughs> withdrawn that request, I noticed. Uh, said, no, I'm not interested. Jane, thank you so much for joining us and for putting all your time and effort and energy into Doddy Aid and, and for leading the row on Saturday. What an amazing team we've got yourself, the Mad Giraffe and Sarah all getting involved. So thank you so much for that. All the very best for it. And I'm looking forward to seeing you rack up your miles. Oh, gosh, no pressure there, Bruce. How many are you doing? I'm I've I've gonna I'm gonna do I'm gonna do ten K just because I've met you. All right. That's I was gonna good. I was gonna do five and you've convinced yeah. me to do ten. Oh, that's brilliant. Okay, cool. Well enjoy it and everyone enjoy enjoy Saturday. Thank you so much for having me on. Thank you. All the best, Jane. Yeah, love that. Absolutely love it. Now we are getting close to the end, but we have saved an absolute stoter for you. Uh, maybe not a roar, but a man that is well known to us. Now, last year he caused controversy during Dodd absolute controversy, and led us to coin the phrase half hoik. 
So Mr. Half Hoik himself has now left Team South. I can see him smiling. And he has joined Team Edinburgh, which I'm a little bit sad about. And I hope I didn't play any part in that. But let's see how he is. The one and the only, Mr. Rory Lawson. Hello, sir. Hiya, Bruce. How are you? <laughs> yeah, I'm good, thanks. Can you remember the Half Hoik days? I've I, I've been 40 years Half Hoik, Bruce. There's no, You're not 40. Uh, there, Are you 40? I'm 40 years old, yeah. yeah. Can you believe it? No, I, I know can't. it's snuck, snuck under the radar in COVID times and all that. But uh, yeah, Aldian. Aldian that's half hoik now. Would you Would so, you uh, play in an old boys game of rugby? You know what? It's actually one of the things. I, I played in one game, 2015, before the England World Cup. Uh, there was a, a rugby aid game that was sorted out. Oh, I saw um, that. Uh, and it was England versus rest of the world. And it was uh, ex-players, military, and, uh, celeb. So, I mean, it was, it was ridiculous. But it was, and it was, it was a brilliant time. That's the, one, that's the one competitive game I've played since retiring from the game. And I actually thought to myself over the new year, part of Doddy Aid can be me trying to get myself into some kind of nick to have a rumble at some stage. So, I mean, it seems a bit ridiculous given that you can play in a, in a Vets game from 35, but I've decided to use up five years whereby I might have been an all right Nick to, uh, to let myself go work on the dad board and then, uh, and then unleash hell. So, yeah, that's the plan. Yeah, you, you got to choose your old boys games very carefully because if you play against the whole of the boys at 35 who have just fallen out the pro game, that's a whole different old boys game to a bunch of boys who have been out for a bit longer working on the dad bod. Yeah, I think I'd need to be taking, I'd need to be going somewhere like Bermuda or Dubai or something, or, you know, Bangkok, Thames or Hong Kong or something like that. Um, and then potentially tweak my calf two minutes into the first game and then, and then enjoy the rest of the trip. But no, you, you, didn't um, get, you didn't get a message for Tim Visser to go and play in a tournament down south. Have you heard this story? Yes, that was a dislocated shoulder one, right? <laughs> He thought he was going down just to be Tim Visser and ended up playing and then dislocating his shoulder. It wasn't making a tackle because that would have certainly been unlike Tim. <laughs> you could say that, I can't. You could say that. So, Doddy, you're up and running. We're five days in. Are you a, are you a Zwifter? Uh, I I have had I had a stint on the Zwift last night, um, and yeah, I managed to find a forty-five minute window, jumped on Zwift battered out a few kilometres and yet to join Sir Chris Hoy um, yet given that just the times the times aren't easy when I've got a three week old son and a two year one month old son as well so um, it's just trying to juggle Doddy Aid with you know parental duties and all that so some people call it babysitting but others call it parenting so yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm I you with that one yeah so um yeah, I, I, but I'm 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 very eager to to join in on a bit of Zwift action, and uh, it's I think it's just brilliant. I think to have 1,200 people getting involved at the weekend was a phenomenal start, and certainly a good position to to build on. Because I don't I don't think many people will drop out from there. I think it's more a case of we build the numbers from there and uh, and create a real buzz around uh, around Sir Chris's Zwifting. 
Yeah, there was quite a lot on social media of screenshots where people were claiming they'd been cycling with Jason Kenny and Chris Hoy and various others, which, which I loved. Now, you've been on social media yourself. You've been posting about Dodd-Aid. What have you seen that's given you a bit of inspiration and motivation? I think it's just the numbers. I think it's the buzz. I think it's the, the higher purpose. And, you know, hearing Jane just talk about do, getting involved in things that are bigger than you, um, I think this is something whereby by being involved, you improve yourself physically, uh, which we all need after the tail end of any year. Um, but it's actually about the, the, the bigger purpose. And I think yeah, I, 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 getting behind MND and, and the big man Doddy has been something that I've been really keen to do ever since um, he, had, he announced his diagnosis. And actually, in... I don't think I'll ever manage to do seven marathons in seven days or a hundred miles in 24 hours, the way that the ledge Sir Kevin Sinfield has done, but he certainly inspired me um, to do a little bit more and try to rally the troops and build as much of a buzz and this sense of belonging that I think Doddy's always been known for renowned for is how comfortable he makes everybody feel who, who is around him. So I've been inspired by the number of people who have signed up, uh, the people who have kept coming back. I've been inspired by some of the stories of families and kids getting involved um, because the, the whole reason we're doing it is to, to get on the move to, and to try and raise funds for My Name is Dolly Foundation. And it doesn't matter whether you're taking your first steps um, or whether you're close to taking your last. Um, it's all about trying to get the, you know, get behind the big man and, and really support the uh, uh, wonderful cause. Yeah, uh, I absolutely love it. Amen, brother. Amen. So on Saturday, it's the row. Are you able to jump on and contribute to that one? I'm hoping so, Bruce. Um, I mean, I've cast, I've cast the net. Um, I live down in North Berwick. I have, I'm in the early negotiations with North Berwick Rowing Club. Um, to see if I can to see if I can rally the troops down in the town, and uh, whether we get whether you'd get boats in the water or static, I'm yet to find out. Uh, to be honest, I'd probably I'd probably travel further if I was in a boat on the water, because uh, I'd just go with I'd just go with the tide or the current, um, <laughs> because the old uh, the old static rower doesn't tend to move terribly quickly when I'm on it. Um, my my um, average length limbs don't always um, support uh, pacey rowing. So <laughs> I hope to be able to get on the rower in some capacity at some stage on Saturday before heading up to the Dam Health Stadium to do Edinburgh versus Cardiff for TV later in the day. Yeah, I'll, I'll be there to annoy you. Now, you've played for Scotland and now you're getting up behind the mic to watch and to commentate on the games. Do you commentate as if you were still a player or have you had enough distance now to just look at the game and commentate on it through someone else's eyes? Uh, it's funny, Bruce. I, I, I watch sports slightly differently to most, I think, because of you know the great man who I grew up around watching do his thing as the voice of rugby. And seeing the the preparation that Papa put into his commentaries gave me, uh, you know, a, a fly on the wall view of what great commentators do. Um, 
and he certainly was somebody that's good to, good to have as a role model albeit you know i i know i'll i'll never reach those heights but i think you know to answer your question do i commentate as a, I, I commentate as somebody who played the game and likes to think that i have a really good knowledge of of the game and what it is to play at the very top end and therefore try to inform um amuse at times and educate probably the people who are watching and and that's that's no disrespect but you know i i need to try and go for middle of the pack because most of the people who are tuning in to watch edinburgh and glasgow are paying for a subscription so they know they probably know a bit about the rugby and they want to know a little bit more um but my role as lead commentator when i do that is to try and draw some of that information out of the guys alongside me as well as trying to get a conversation going that's gonna have people at home interested or seeing things that they might not see otherwise and then when i'm on the co-commentary side it's more about the kind of color it's about trying to bring the energy and color to the commentary that's going to entertain or give that that minute insight that people may have missed in the in the live action well, Chris Bradley's a big fan, and I think he says it brilliantly. Really enjoy your commentary. You're doing Papa proud, and I would say amen to that, Chris Bradley. That is brilliant. I think you're doing a great job, Rory. Listen, you've got some duties to, to take care of. Hopefully, you're able to enjoy some quiet time, too. This is when you have to do all the adult jobs when they're actually asleep. But brilliant to see you, Rory. All the very best, and hopefully I'll see you at Murrayfield on Saturday, or the damn health, I should say. Well, the roar, the roar first... Well, the ironing first now, and then the roar, and then the damn hell. So, uh, yeah, no. Thanks for that, Bruce. Thanks for having me on. Great to see you, Phil. All the best. Thank Good. you. Go steady. Love that. What a man. So, people, we are almost there. Thank you very much for joining us this evening. I have loved it, as you can probably tell. It has been amazing. And as I look down on the screen down here, it's great to still have Jane and people still with us. But it looks like the mad giraffe is lying on his hotel bed having a kip. Oh, no, he's jumped up because he's worried we're going to bring him back on the screen. He's pretending. But we have absolutely loved it. You can catch up with this again on social media and on YouTube and on podcasts and all those kind of things. Get involved. It is brilliant to see so many people involved and feeling part of something. That's the message that's been coming through loud and clear. It made people feel happier. It made them feel part of something. We're not in a lockdown like we were this time last year, but we're kind of in this weird world. Get outside, go for a walk, cycle, jog, get on the rower, get in a boat on Saturday and contribute. And let's get all the way around the United Kingdom join these great people that you've heard from tonight we'll be back next week and you heard Rob Wainwright you heard Rob Wainwright it could be Gabby Logan next week it could be Gabby Logan that that would be the time to I think remove the headband and say we are all over if you are one of the Doddy Duke winners please send genius a message Jason and Charlie will hook you up and get those beers sent to you Davy Oliver they're going to be sent to you Cranny next time you're in the grey old tune you can go to Davy Oliver's garden bar and enjoy it was great to see Martin Johnson with us tonight thank you Martin lovely to have you Tony McCarty who's always there Gail thank you you're a sweetheart we love you so much well done everybody stay engaged get on social media sign up your pal remember 15,000 people if everybody gets one more 30,000 people, and that's a whole load of money for Doddy Aid and for 
My Name is Doddy Foundation in this fight to find a cure for MND. Big Dodge is very, very proud. He challenged his mates, Hoggy and Gary Armstrong. They said, well, Kevin Simfield's run seven marathons in seven days for We Rob, and he did 101 miles. What are you pair going to do? So I'm hoping we're going to have a Gaza against Hoggy challenge for who is Doddy's best mate. Who's going to put themselves through it for the big man? Folks, every little bit counts. Every penny, every pound, every kilometre, every mile, every dog walk, every social media share. Please get involved. And I look forward to seeing you all again very, very soon. If you've enjoyed it, you know the story. My name's Bruce Aitchison. And if you didn't, I'm Andy Nicholl in disguise. I look forward to seeing you all again very, very soon. Gone the south! Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.